Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Onside Kick. You are being invaded by Sean Anderson and Dave Oster. Hey, everybody. And today we are talking about the Khalil Mack trade between the Chicago Bears and the Oakland Raiders. A little bit of reactions. It happened today. I was driving to work, Dave, 734. I get the notification from Adam Schefter, and I start freaking out, (laughs) saying that Khalil Mack, uh, the the terms have been agreed to uh, between the Raiders and Bears to send Khalil Mack to Chicago. I wasn't really expecting it. Before we jump into the whole, you know, realm and breadth of this yeah. trade, let's do some housekeeping. Don't forget to rate us five stars on iTunes. Uh, if this is the onside kick you're listening to, give Mark and Ricky uh, five stars on the onside kick. It helps them grow, helps us get more eyes on Most Valuable Podcast, um, and we appreciate your help. Also, you can check out mostvaluepodcast.com so you don't miss any of our articles, full podcasts, and segments. You can also check out Most Valuable Podcast store on there and buy a t-shirt if you like. And also, if you do want to help us out monetarily but not buy a t-shirt, you got to check out patreon.com slash Podcast, where you get a Patreon-exclusive pod- podcast. Dave said the August one is extremely weird. Yeah, uh, and you could <laughs> it's also, worth a listen. You could also support us at the $10 tier, where you also recorded uh, Z's. Yeah, uh, uh, great. that'll be up yesterday. Soon. So uh, if you do want to help us out, uh, check out those avenues. But let's talk about the trade. The trade is official. Sources tell ESPN. Adam Schefter says the Bears get Khalil Mack, a 2020 second round pick and a conditional 2020 fifth round pick. The Raiders get a 2019 first round pick, 2020 first round pick, 2020 third round pick and a 2019 sixth round pick. And the Bears and Khalil Mack did come to an agreement on a record setting six year $141 million extension, that's $23.5 million per year. That includes a $90 million guaranteed and $60 million just by signing a piece of paper. So, Dave, what are your immediate reactions to worth. the Bears getting Khalil Mack? Worth. Uh, absolutely worth. I mean, it's, this dude is a stud. If you go back to the ancient days when I was on the onside kick, I always talk about this draft with Khalil Mack. Called him out day one saying he's the best talent in the draft. <laughs> Take a time machine back, Ricky. I know you want to. Uh, just, just called it. Uh, but no, he, he's a stud. He's exactly what we need. And I think we're following the same thing that we've seen other teams do. You've got a rookie quarterback who you believe in. You've got money to spend now before things get too expensive. And you can go ahead and get one of the top tier defensive players in the NFL. Someone who's a massive impact maker. Uh, we watched the Eagles. Do it. We've watched. Um, God, I'm killing on names. Uh, the Rams do it as well. Yeah, Aaron you Donald. go out, you spend money when you have that quarterback on a low deal. I think it, it it makes perfect sense, and I'm thrilled that we pulled out. You know, two first round picks worth. Yeah, my worth. thing is I wasn't really expecting it at all because now there was rumors I knew we were out running. there 
Yeah, I know, and I didn't want to get my hopes up because it's like I don't want to get all you know attached to you know uh, him coming, uh, Khalil Mack coming yeah. to Chicago, and be like, oh my god, this is this is gonna happen. Because yep. I know some people are gonna be like, oh, I thought you were a Patriots fan. I'm both. <laughs> you know, when it's the okay. Bears are out of the playoff running by week seven, I flip over to Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady's retired, I'm not gonna be a Patriots fan anymore. I'm gonna you know root for my Bears. Yeah, that's uh, fair. But one thing too is I just didn't want to get my hopes up. Kind of like the Machado thing to the Chicago White Sox. Oh, I know. I got way too attached to that, and then it just never tried to breathe came it. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't want to get too attached to it, and now that it's happening, I can't be more excited. And some people were saying at first, when it was just two first and a player possible, mm-hmm. that this was kind of a possible you know win-win situation. Do you see it as a win-win situation for both teams now that you see the scope of the deal? No, I'm confused <laughs> as all fuck. I don't know what John Gruden's doing. I, I honestly don't, because I know this Raiders team had a down year last year. I know Carr was coming back trying to get you know back into the system but i am just confused i don't understand how you can your best player by far and just be like we're not going to pay you the money you deserve um we're just going to move on without you i know we should be a playoff team but now i'm putting our money on you know more draft picks and i don't know i thought the raiders were a team that were going towards a win now situation which would have made sense to give him his money instead now we've got the bears on the other side looking like it well and the thing too is at least with the raiders and you time to hit on a little bit with you know the eagles you know really going after wentz's early years yeah. in his contract the rams going after goff's early years in his contract they already gave Carr his extension. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that did handicap them a little bit. Absolutely. Was that they weren't able to give. I mean, they were. some people were saying the Raiders have money problems. I don't really think that's the case because they just got paid a billion dollars to move to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that did restrain them a little bit, especially in the cap. And now also giving $100 million to your coach. Um, it, again, it, it makes things a little bit tighter and a little bit things where, you know, maybe Khalil Mack isn't worth it when you can get two first round picks. But I think that Joe Thomas, former uh, you know offensive line great, hit it on the yeah. head. Where you just got the Bears, uh, a 27 year old prime player who is a former defensive player in the year uh, of the year in his prime, and he's going to be in his prime for possibly the next three years. Um, and that's like yeah. peak performance. He he could yeah. still be great. No, he, he's at, already at on, he's on track for Hall of Fame. Like you just say it. Like my hypos are up there. I'll say it. <laughs> he's a future Hall of Famer. And I don't like. Maybe as a Bears fan, we've had really shitty history with our number one, with our first round picks. Um, very, very checkered past. Yeah. And so I go, two number ones. Well, let's see. I mean, yeah, Trubisky and Smith are great, but Kevin White before that. And uh, well, we can go through all I, of them. It's, I mean, it, we, it's it, depressing. Kyle I would was, rather not. Yeah, Kyle Long was decent. Then yeah. I think we, you know, even going back to like the Chris Williams days. And you have Brian Erlocker way back when. But I know. you know, Cedric Benson with it, the fourth pick. There, there are no guarantees in the NFL draft, but. What Khalil Mack is, is a guarantee. You see what he brings to the table. You've seen the production coming out of him. I don't know how anyone would think that two first-round picks is is overpaying for someone of his talent. And it was a, I think it was a former, it was either, it was a former offensive lineman, it was either Golik or Schlereth, that said, you have these first-round picks and you hope they turn into players like Khalil Mack. Yes. And, and I understand that, yes, you're going to have to pay him at some point. And the Bears did pay a price to get Khalil Mack. But again, Trubisky's still under his rookie deal, and they haven't spent a ton of money. Yes, they went out and got Allen Robinson. Yes, we they just went win out the and got again? Danny Trevathan. I think we did. I think we <laughs> doubled winning. I think you know, we were we were you were pushing towards it, and I think the Rams kind of won it because they re-signed Donald. Yeah. They brought in Cooks. 
But the Bears now getting Khalil Mack is a complete I, game changer. And even to the point where Vegas is like, all right, you went from 101 all the way up to 40 to 1 to win the incredible. Super Bowl. It's insane. And, you know, I know wins above replacement isn't a, a stat in football, but it is in baseball. And Khalil Mack might be worth two wins uh, already to this yeah. team just because what he's going to bring to this defense you know, him coming to a team that I think was seventh in scoring defense last year. We were uh, incredible. The, the only reason why this team was in games last year was because of this defense. Now adding a player to max caliber is going to help this defense immensely. And yes, you know, people look at this and uh, they, they see all the young talent on this team. Uh, you see Floyd, you see uh, Amos, you see Jackson, you see uh, obviously Roquan Smith on mm-hmm. this defense. Um, and, and now he's going to make Khalil Mack their jobs easier. And this team, you know, yes, you add one player, and that one player is an upgrade to that position, but he's also upgrading this defense as a whole. And I've seen comparisons back to Fangio's defenses uh, to the 49ers days where, you know, Khalil Mack is the Alden Smith when he was, you know, absolutely tearing yeah. up. Roquan Smith is what Pat, Pat Willis was, not what, you know, player level, but right. what Pat Willis was to that team. Um, I think there was even uh, the defensive uh, tackle was compared to Akeem, uh, Akeem Hicks. Like, I mean, there are a ton of ways where this defense can now go from what was a, probably a, a slept on defense last year, and I think Absolutely. top 10 defense we last were. year, yep. to possibly becoming, in my opinion, a top three defense this year because you're adding a player like Khalil Mack who made, in 2016, that Raiders defense look good, and they were garbage, and they yeah. showed it last year in 2017. <laughs> and that's why Jack Del Rio got fired. Uh, so... Taking all of this in, I don't see how it's not a win for the Bears. And for the Raiders, yes, you got two picks, but also the Bears just gave a window to Trubisky saying, you have two years. Brian Pace, you have two years. Now go and work with it. You have your coach in Matt Nagy. You're going to take all of that. You're going to take Khalil Mack. You're going to take Vic Fangio's defense. And you have the ability to now get us to the playoffs in two years and we'll decide on the future of this team within it. And I think Ryan Pace at least, you know, really gave himself and put him in the position to keep his job yeah. with this trade. Because, again, you're helping this team so immensely that this team went from a team that might win six games to for sure winning seven, in my mind, looking okay. at this team. Because okay. I think they're still going to lose week one because Mac is still held out and Roquan Smith is still held out, too, and hasn't had the preseason, still hasn't had the, both the training camp. The game. They're still going to play you in week yeah. one, but they're not going to be you know playing every single snap. They're not going to be conditioned like they should be. Maybe, and maybe going not. up against Cleo a guy Max like... Cleo an athletic freak, so is Roquan Smith. I, I'm just saying I'm, I'm buying You're way still too going much. up against Rodgers. I'm drinking so much Kool-Aid right now. It is insane. And the one thing you did mention on this Bears defense that you know they were top 10 last year, they returned every single starter. Mm-hmm. That that's something that is huge. So we've got consistency. They've got they they're already gelled together, and you're adding someone who now I expect Leonard Floyd to take off because of Cleo Mack. I think the fact that they won't be able to they're they're going to have so many people that they have to block for. Like someone's going to get pressure every down, and that's what I'm excited. That front seven, oh, and a healthy Danny Trevathan oh. at that. Like there's so many things that could continue to go right for the team, but where the Bears and injuries are like the plague. That's what we do year in, year out. Last year, we had seven wide receivers go down, I think. <laughs> um, we had people without hands trying to catch balls. Like I don't, I swear to God, if our team collapses to injuries again, I'm just going to be ruined. And that's my biggest concern for this defense is injuries. But yeah. the one thing that Cleo Mack brings is so far so good has been health. For his four yeah. years, he hasn't gotten injured. 16 no. games played in all four years so far. Um, and one thing with Floyd that you bring up is that injury to his hand that he has. Um, I think that's going to be a massive concern, but it's also going to make it easier for him, him to come back now because of Khalil Mack being yeah. on the opposite side. And Leonard Floyd, when he was healthy and he was out there, 
there were times where he looked absolutely disgusting. Yeah, he was disruptive. Yeah. He was disruptive. He was forcing fumbles. He was getting sacks. And even when he wasn't getting sacks, he was still getting pressure. Now you add him, Hicks, and Floyd. This is probably up there mm-hmm. with some of the best defensive lines that I have seen in Chicago Bear history. This is up there with Oluwade Aguilier. This is up there with Alex Brown. This is up there with, I forget the defensive tackles. It's been so long. Uh, <laughs> it's, right. it's up there with that 2006 yeah. defensive line, which I think, or you could even throw it back to 2010 too, but I think 2006 was probably the one I have more fonder memories of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably up there with that level of a defensive line and possibly even better because we don't know what Floyd is when healthy. Yeah, that's And that's true. the biggest thing again is health. Yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I think that, and you mentioned a little bit with, Vic Vangio now having a weapon like Khalil Mack. I'm interested to see where he's going to line up because I think they're going to move him around a bit. I think he's going to have some free reign out there to be creative. And honestly, I, I my expectations are so off the charts right now because it's still like this is day of reaction. So I'm like way too high. I know that. But I think that honestly looking at like sack numbers, I mean, are you expecting like Mack to continue double digit? Like, 14 for him, like 10 for Floyd, how many for Hicks? Like, that's the thing. I start counting up, and I'm like, how many could we go for? Well, I think, if anything, Mac is going to at least have, you know, three and a half more than Floyd. And I think that's That's, fairly easy to say. Well, that's the thing is, you know, are you going to, can you double up Mac? Then what opens on the other side? If you got Hicks on one. Well, I don't think you can double up Mac because of the interior That's, force that is Akeem Hicks. Exactly. Because I mean, he's going to be able to push back on that center no matter what, and he showed it yeah. um, last year. And, and even when Floyd was injured, he was still doing that. Um, and I think it's something that you really can't double-team him. You're just going to have to pray that, again, this is what you know teams are going to have to do when they're going up against the Broncos this year. You're going to have to pray that your tackles are amazing. Yeah. And you're going to have to be able to stop Von Miller and Bradley Chubb because those guys are so disruptive. You can't double team both of them yep. um, unless you're, you know, having all faith in your center that they're not going to bring a, 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 you know, a double a gap blitz right. along with the defensive tackle. Um, and one thing with Mac too, you look over the past three years, he averages over twelve games, twelve uh, sacks per game. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, three forced fumbles and three pass deflections. Like he's going to create, you know, problems for you even when he's not getting to yeah. that back of the line um, and, and getting to your quarterback. He's still got great awareness on the field to jump up, disrupt plays. And also with this secondary as well, Amos, especially Eddie Jackson, you know, when that ball's batted up in the air, like Floyd has been able to do before and Khalil Mack before too, yeah. that's going to lead to more interceptions, which, you know, all of the pluses on the defense is going to be even more of a plus for Mitch Trubisky. And I think everything, again, in the NFL goes back to your quarterback. And it's true. You know, you just got one of the premier players, probably a top three player on the defensive side today yeah. in Khalil Mack, now the highest paid. I don't know if he's the best player and deserves that contract, but you yeah. see in the NFL, you know, Aaron Donald just got 87 mil. Well, I deserve 90 mil because, you know, that's the yeah. price now. Yep. Um, the one thing that I do agree with, though, I think it was with Ryan Rossillo and Bill Simmons on the Dual Threat podcast. Um, one of them said that, uh, you know, it's going to be sad when another quarterback gets an extension <laughs> because no one's worth more than Rodgers, but you know they're going to get it. Yeah. Um, but I digress. But with, you know, Mitch, it's going to help him more because, again, possession is going to end sooner for the opposing teams, for the Bears. Yeah. You're going to get more, uh, you know, turnovers and you're going to be able to have the chance to be out there and get those game reps that you missed in the two preseason games that you know, they held them out for. That's the thing. I, I know this is more of a reactionary thing, but I do want to talk about that because we haven't seen anything. Like Matt Nagy's offense has been very, very plain during the preseason, which I'm okay with. I, mm-hmm. I know you don't want to show too much, but 
you know Tyler Bray didn't show you the the Pandora's ba- yeah the Pandora's box of Matt and Higgy's. Oh offense. my god, that was that was a great game. But I, I just I, I still have my questions. I want to buy in on Mitch. He now has every weapon around him. We literally loaded up on wide receivers. We've got new weapons in the backfield. We've got so many tight ends. So many tight ends. Like I'm just to the point where I'm like, if he if he stumbles out of the gate this year and we've got a stacked defense and all these offensive weapons, I don't know. Like I, I just feel like we're in a weird position because the rest of the team around it feels like a playoff team. And like, there's a lot of expectations on Mitchell Trubisky. Now I, I, for a young kid, do you have any concerns about that? Well, of course I have concerns about it. Like, I mean, you know, you look at it and it's a lot of pressure for him to handle, but it's easier that the team is better. If it, if the expectations were the same before this trade happened, that you needed to win right now, you needed to win yeah. eight games, you needed to be you know pushing for a playoff position, and this team might even win more than eight games. I'm just being conservative. Four playoff with, I teams think, out of the NFC North. Um, that that's the thing is like the the NFC is just so dangerous because yeah. you have three teams in the NFC South and the uh, Panthers, uh, Falcons, and Saints, Saints that are yep. uh, you know playoff caliber teams. Yep. You look at the NFC East. You know the Giants are decent. They could bounce back this year. Eagles obviously are you know Super Bowl contenders. Uh, and you know, reigning Super Bowl champs. You yep. look at the NFC North. Obviously, the Packers, Vikings, uh, Bears, and even the Lions. Yep. Um, if they're consistent defensively and what Patricia brings, and then you look at the West. I mean, obviously, you got the Rams and you have the Seahawks who have been there. Obviously, they're, they're taking a downturn. Yeah. And Ricky's favorite team now, the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I mean, you have like three playoff teams, and even the Redskins. I'll throw in too, and the Cowboys if they bounce back too. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of mystery. There's on the so many teams that could be playoff contenders this year. I think really the only. For sure, teams out of it, and even then, it's iffy. Like maybe Arizona, but they still have a good defense, and you know the biggest question marks are a quarterback for them. Right. I think the only team I'm probably writing off is probably Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's uh, easy too. <laughs> so I mean, but outside of that, there can be what 15 teams that make the playoffs in the NFC. So it's going to be tough to win eight games and make the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't think the expectations rely solely on him. I think the thing with Mitch is you don't need to win this year. You just need to put your team in a position to win. Um, and also, you look at him last year when he did end up starting, especially late in the season, he was putting them in a position to win. And you even look at that Lions game, mm-hmm. he not only put them in a position to win, he gave them the opportunity, 41-yard field goal, and Connor Barth was one of the worst quarter, uh, one of the worst kickers in Chicago Bear history, and he missed it. Yeah, and, and that anything was outside thing of 25 that, was a struggle. And that was the one thing that I saw in Trubisky last year. I saw that drive, and I'm like, this kid could be the future quarterback of the Bears. And yes, is it going to be struggling? Uh, are there going to be struggles from here and there for, for Mitch? I believe so. But also, I think just the change of culture from uh, Nagy to or Fox to Nagy is going to be absolutely immense. Yeah. That, you know, the talents there, but just having the confidence instilled behind you in a young uh, and, and a fresh coach is going to be absolutely huge. And yes, I think the, the scheme is going to help him a little bit. But I think the biggest thing is just having someone you can relate to, having someone who has trust in you, and now not having to deal with Mike Glennon breathing down your neck, which is the weirdest thing to say because he's creepy as fuck. Um, but I mean, I, I think Trubisky, the, the, the pressure someone, really isn't solely on him. He just needs to do enough to put them in positions to win. Having a better option than Tanner Gentry to throw to is probably going to be the <laughs> yeah. biggest thing for him this year. Uh, I yeah, that's a, that's the only thing. I look at this team and I go, their defense is loaded, top to bottom. They've got one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. That that right there says a lot. Offense, they reloaded. They added a ton of talent at key positions. Like minus an injury, there's no. Re- I I want to put that out there. There's no reason this team shouldn't win eight games and compete for a playoff spot. It's it's on Trubisky now. That's all we have to do. What I want to do, I don't know if it's all on Trubisky. It's all on. Trubisky. I think it's all on health and it's all about well, yeah. consistency. 
Because if the defense is consistent in being, again, what we expect them to be, yeah. then that's going to at least give you four wins just because that's how good the defense is. If week is. one Aaron Rodgers if, has another collarbone problem, you know, I wouldn't be crying. And if the offense is consistent enough, then I think, again, that gives you probably you know the ability to, win, for sure, lock down five, six wins. I mean, we do have a great run game, and I think that pairs well with our defense. Like mm-hmm. We should be able to control the ball, lead possession time in every single matchup because— they're not going to get a lot of third down conversions on the other side when we have workhorse backs like Jordan Howard who can just keep churning, keep soaking up time, keep soaking up yardage. And we have a decent kicker this time. So if we get in through 40 yards, hopefully Cody Clark, can Fingers crossed. drill one. Fingers crossed um, because I, I watched the sadness that was the Chargers season last year and them losing four games because they don't have a kicker was the worst thing I think I've ever seen. Like, it was depressing. How many games did Connor Barth lose this last year? I mean, like even San, like I think there the Chargers lost more. The Monday night, I just tell you the that. Monday night Vikings game for sure. The Lions game. There was probably a couple games where if you had a field goal, it changes the tide at least because you're not missing a field goal. Right, the, the ball right back to the defense. Yeah, no, or the, or the ball right back to the offense. But I think again, it's just about consistency and health for the Bears. And I think if that happens, yeah. you're just going to fall into at least six wins because this team has talent. This team has youthfulness, and this team also has energy, yeah. which I think is absolutely huge for them. You look at the Rams last year, and it was just something where you got rid of Jeff Fisher, you got rid of the old guard, and you just saw life creep backed into yeah. the Rams. And yes, you had Wade Phillips in there, and you kind of look at the Bears and Rams compared to We're last following year. the blueprint. You had a young NFL offensive-minded head coach, and you didn't expect much from him, especially with how bad his, his quarterback was in his rookie year, and you just saw Wade Phillips you know, mastermind a great defense with a ton of talent already. And that just made things easier for, you know, Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, and, and you know, the, the weapons on the outside. And, yes, Jordan Howard isn't as good as no, uh, I would never uh, say yeah. Todd Gurley. But I think the weapons on the outside, at least a wide receiver, yeah. were probably better than what the Rams had last year. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Cooper Cup, Connor Cup, whatever the fucking name is. I love Cup. And, and uh, awesome. Sammy Watkins, who's always injured. Yeah. You look at, you know, Robinson, if he bounces back, <laughs> saying always injured, we have Kevin White. Uh <laughs> But, but you know, to be fair, if, Kevin White's if, our third. Yeah, if Allen Robinson is you know back and healthy, then he's got to be a guy that is can be relied on for you know hopefully sixty catches and near a uh, thousand yards yep. receiving. You look at Trey Burton; everybody's in love with this kid at the tight end position. Adam Shaheen still has some promising I, aspects to him. Yeah, he's he, big. He, he had a couple catches last year. Where I was yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and and even Anthony Miller. I mean, this is like everyone's favorite draft pick. And you even look at Tariq Cohen out of the backfield too. I mean, there's a lot of playmakers. I think on this team, where yes, we don't have the you know the quality of the one. He's sleeping on Taylor year. Gabriel, by the way. I'm just saying. And, and Taylor Gabriel as I love well. That. You're just helping my argument. Yeah. Um, Taylor Gabriel. Uh, not Taylor Gabriel is the <laughs> Taylor Gabriel was the best part of the Rams. He's offense electric. Last year. Uh, Todd Gurley was the best part of that that Rams yeah. offense last year. But I think there was a huge discrepancy. Um, from him, where I right. think, again, we have more balance, which is actually probably more helpful to a guy Hopefully. like Trubisky. Um, but the biggest question that I wanted to go to, and this was like one I was holding out on. Yeah. Looking back on the three biggest moves of my Chicago Bear life, at least, you know, uh, trade-wise. Okay. You have the Jay Cutler trade. You have the Mitch Trubisky uh, acquisition on draft night. True. And you have the Cleo Mack trade. There are two questions. Which one... Do you think had the most buzzworthy feel to it? Which one do you think was bigger in the moment? That's the question. So, which one do you feel was more bigger in the moment? Which one were you most excited about? Which one do you think had the would have the biggest impact on the franchise? Khalil Mack, Jay Cutler, Mitch Trubisky. I want to say Khalil Mack. I mm. honestly do. I know in my heart it's probably Mitch Trubisky, but the fact that Ooh. I hadn't seen anything like 
He was so there. There were so many questions going into that draft, and the fact that we moved up, and I felt like we got you know baited into moving up. But I think that Khalil Mack, because of the situation around the team and where the team's at right now, it just means more. Because like the Jay Keller thing, I'll say it, like we paid a lot for. L- him. Let me change it this way: Which one do you think had more hype behind it, the Khalil Mack, the Mitch Trubisky, or the Jay Keller one? Because I think you may be misinterpreting my, my, my question. Which okay. one do you think was probably people were mo- most hyped about? Was it the Jay Cutler or the Mitch Probably Trubisky? Jay Cutler. Okay, that's what I was trying to say. Because when Cutler was, happened, I was, saying, I was like, was holy coming. shit, we got a quarterback finally. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like As a Bears fan, you can say we haven't had a quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it just hasn't happened. We literally have never had a quarterback, maybe since Sid Luckman. Like, go ahead and go back to, like, in 1960s, 1950s. I think the— I Why think, not? I, like, I think, what, I don't think 21 years—like, when I was born, no, I don't think it was— we literally haven't had a competent quarterback. Jim Miller was good, but he was thick, and mm. he was— <laughs> that 2001 Jim Bears. might even be better than Jim Miller. <laughs> Those 2001 Bears. <laughs> but no, Jay Cutler—and and Jay Cutler is the best quarterback in Bears history at yeah. this point. You can say it. It feels weird. But at the time, it's just that pathetic. Team, it doesn't feel weird. It's pathetic. That team had more problems than just quarterback. Like yeah. we had so many more needs. And now with the Khalil Mack thing, it was a surprise. Like you said, you didn't expect it to happen. Lots of people were like, "We're in the run, but are we really going to get them?" This drops, and I, I look at the team. I'm like, "Damn!" Like all we have to do is just put it together. We got everything we need right now. That was the thing. I think hype wise, people were like, "Oh shit, we saw what Cutler did in Denver, and yeah. we finally have a great defense. This is this is the piece that you know is going to bring back the Super Bowl Super Bears." Yeah. Um. And you look at Mitch Trubisky. We had to talk Bears fans into being okay That's with true. that trade. It's true. With Cleo Mack, there's that hype, but I feel like again, people are just kind of shocked by it instead of being hyped about it. <laughs> Even but, Derek Carr was shocked by it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, Bruce Irving, too. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think uh, w- my second question was, which one's going to have more the most impact? And that's and, I think I've answered that one with Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. And that was my point, too, because, again, this is taking— Yes, you got the franchise quarterback in the two other trades right? in, in Cutler. Um, but Cutler, obviously, we saw—hindsight's you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. He was the best quarterback in Chicago Bear history, but— I probably could have Is done that, that saying much? Exactly. Yeah, at that point. So. Um, and he made it to an NFC Championship game. But even that wasn't that big of an accomplishment because of what happened in that NFC Championship game and what Caleb Haney was able to do and Jay Cutler's <laughs> riding a bike. Um, and Jesus even Josh Christ, McCown, don't give me a start on the bike. But even then when Jay Cutler gets into Josh McCown comes so in much. and everyone's like, oh my God, is Josh McCown better than Jay Cutler? Is a 34-year-old like, school teacher the best quarterback <laughs> we've ever seen in our lives? The answer is yes. Like th- th- there wasn't really <laughs> ever like a-, a moment where we're like, oh, Jay Cutler's our guy. You know, yeah. but Jay was, Cutler had like I think it was a combination of just Jay Cutler's personality and his play style mm-hmm. was just like he was going out there and he's going to sling it like he just had that like I can fucking do that yeah. I can I can make it in that hole why not I'm gonna throw that one and Mitch might be and you know you look at Mitch now and people are kind of tampering their expectations where it's like maybe right. he'll be low level Alex Smith it's like <laughs> really this is what we think about this guy after one year so that's the thing like we I don't think he got you know to really be his own quarterback last year. I think the play con was ultra conservative. I don't think we got to see him use much of his arm talent. A couple of throws that we did see looked phenomenal when he actually got the chance. But, you know, I, that's why I think this Matt Nagy offense is the most exciting thing. Like, if you had said Matt Nagy or Khalil Mack, I'm toss off. Like, I'm excited about having a, a competent leader leading our offense to a direction that does more than uh, run, run, screen pass, and punt. Yeah, and and then going to, to Mac, like, you know, Trubisky might be the moment that this tr- franchise changed, but I think yeah. Camilla Mac is that guy that, 
you know, might bring legitimacy to this team. Yes. Um, and he takes us out of the bottom. That's where it gives that, that punch where that is the most important trade probably out of the three, or could be possibly yep. the most important. Like you said, Vegas. We we're talking about in hype only, but again, Vegas. Vegas odds, 100 to 1. To 40 to 1. Yeah. You don't just take a $60 jump. That's If you put, if you put, put a bet before this trade happened, if you put $20 on the Bears and they won the Super Bowl, you'd make $2,000. If you put $20 on them now, you'd make $800. <laughs> like, that's a $1,200 difference. That's insane. Vegas generally knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Generally. And, and they'll I, get some right, they'll get some wrong. I don't but. have the, the, the um, what's it called, the numbers up in front of me. I'll look yeah. at them now. Um, but even then, like, you know, with Trubisky, uh, you know, going back to that and how, you know, his expectations are, you look at him last year and kind of the con- ultra-conservative play calling and, you know, the flashes that we did see – he now has a quarterback with him. It's like having two quarterbacks there because you're going to have Nagy. You're going to have Trubisky, where last year you had Dowell Loggins, who I don't even think ever picked up a football before, only was picking up football-like things in Twinkies. <laughs> and, and John Fox, uh, like, I who refused to was, acknowledge anything was I don't, think, I don't think quarterbacks were a position when he was no. when he playing football. No. Um, and he's that old. Uh, like, you, you finally now have at least some life into this team, and Khalil Mack might be that moment where we look back and we're like oh shit that's what changed the franchise and i think that was the biggest thing that i took away when you know kind of processing this whole thing is you know we took a risk but also is it that much of a risk getting a guy who's in his peak prime and that fucking good at exactly football? pay the man his money he's earned it he he shares up everything that we had like any any remaining doubts on that defense mm-hmm. doubts on a top 10 defense and you're like nah let's just add you know the best pass rusher in the league yeah, why well, not? would you say he's the best pass rusher? He's up there. I, I don't want to get into that argument on this. But. I'd probably still say Von Miller. Yeah. Then Aaron Donald. Not not pass rushing, but just defensive players. Oh, okay. Miller, Donald, then probably Khalil Mack. Mack's got that versatility though over Donald. I don't what know. What do you mean? I mean Khalil. I mean Aaron Donald's still crazy ridiculous I'm not, as a I'm defensive not talking tackle. Bad about it. I'm just saying Khalil Mack played. Didn't he get like? All NFL at like two positions in one year. Did he? I don't yeah. remember that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I can't tell if I'm being mean by like Shy Bears or not right now, but yeah. <laughs> and let's so. see. All right, here we go. Uh, NFL uh, Super Bowl uh, odds. Uh, Bears are now at 6,600 to win. And let me see. Let me just check that. Uh, if I put 20 bucks on it, risk 20 goes to, all right, 1320. Um, so the Bears are now uh, more favored to win the Super Bowl than the Redskins. Uh, that sounds about right. The, uh, that's not right. Can it be? Oh wow, the Bears. Oh shit, guys, jump on Bovada and put money on the Bears right now. Uh, Bears <laughs> are still below the uh, Niners by like four thousand. Uh, the only teams above the Bears are the Redskins, the Bills, the Cardinals, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Browns. You mean below the Bears? The Bucks, yeah, yeah. below the Bears. Okay. The Colts, and that's it. I feel like that's wrong. We're in Chicago. We're at the highest point we're probably going to be at all season, I feel like, right now, maybe. Twitter lied to me. They said it was, there were 41 odds, or Bovada's just fucking slow. I, they might. Different different odds, maybe. Anyways. Uh, and one thing I want to throw out, uh, Xavier Jimenez on Twitter said, not going to lie, if anyone needs very reliable and unbiased sports analysts, follow at Most Valuable Podcast on YouTube and Twitter. Definitely <laughs> one of my favorite places to get sports info. And I said, reliable? Yes. Unbiased? Okay. No. And you are. can tell that because we just talked 30 minutes on a trade and we only talked about one side of it. I mentioned got John Gruden being crazy. I mean, that counts, right? Not really. 
I mean, <laughs> I think the biggest thing is we don't know what's going to happen with the Raiders because, again, it's dealing in future Their picks. defense is worse than it was last year, which was bad. It was a bad defense. And yeah. they got picks for the future, except they're paying a quarterback now. Like, I feel like they missed out on something. Well, and also, and also <laughs> it's like you look at what they did this year and they got Colton Miller. At like the sixteenth pick, and we're like, "What the fuck? Why did you yeah. do that?" So, um, like, well, you needed you needed secondary help, you needed defensive help, and it's like, "Yeah, let's go, with Colton Miller." Or a guy, and people were like, "He might be a second rounder. Yeah. He might be an early second rounder." Gosh. And it's like you could have traded back. There was There's a lot of so trades. Many things. You could have traded back, and you fucked it up. So, so we'll so, see. And, and now the Bears might be giving him another sixteenth pick, and you know they might just take like Colton <laughs> Miller two point We might we might give him like the twenty second pick. No, uh, where do, where do the Bears finish? I, I want to final question. I want to say nine and seven. Nine and seven. I want to go positive. I feel way too positive. It's before the year started, though. I'm going to put them at nine and seven. Do I'll they, do it. Do they make the playoffs? I think the NFC North is going to be an absolute shit show of a shootout. Agreed. I think that we go in with a tiebreaker over... Let's just say fuck the pack. I don't think we... See, that's the thing is, week one, we're losing. I, I don't think that Roquan and Khalil Mack are going to be ready we're enough. We're going to win one of the games against them. I think yeah, but it's not going to be the, the Maybe first not. one. It's not going to be the first one. Maybe so not. I think Maybe we lose. We, we go. We start off zero and one. The Seahawks one's difficult, but it is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals one, I think we win. We beat the Bucks because that's Jameis's welcome back, and he's, if you're he facing even gets Cleo a Mack. start, we don't know that. There's been they already said they're not they're not okay. locked into Jameis. Well, then I'll face. We could Ryan. take then, the Harvard quarterback. Hi, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Welcome to Khalil Mack and hopefully Leonard Floyd. Yeah. If he's How mobile is he still? Um, we're going to beat the Dolphins. Patriots, I'll be there, and I'll be happy either way. Um, <laughs> the Jets will beat. The Bills will beat. The Lions were at least beating once. We'll beat the Vikings once. How we'll many wins are you Giants. up to? I mean, that's... <laughs> I think I'm kind of... So, one over the Packers, one over the Vikings, one over the Lions, one over the Bills, uh, Jets, Dolphins, Bucks, Cardinals. How... Count for eight. Eight. Eight wins at least. So, I'm going eight... I'm saying eight wins at least. We could beat the Seahawks, too. You're consistent. That's what you said going into this. We could beat the Seahawks, too. That could push us to nine. We could probably beat—we could possibly sweep the Lions. We could possibly sweep the Vikings, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'll be conservative. We'll see. Give us one I'm just there. saying, I think the the Packers are a worse team than the Vikings. I think if there's a shot—and I know Aaron Rodgers is the bear killer, but yeah, that's we'll a, see. That's the thing. Is like yeah. we've, we've come close against the Vikings, and even though the Vikings are one of the best teams in the NFC— That's true. We always play them close. Yeah. We always play them close. And so. you even look last year. I mean, they were, I mean, you know, Bradford was injured. Um, but even Mitch's first start, I think it was, um, on Monday night, they were almost beat him. And yeah. that was against you know, still one of the best defenses in the league. So, high hopes. There we go. High hopes. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below on where you think the Bears will finish. What's your reaction to the Khalil Mack trade? It's positive on this side. It's really hard not to be unless yeah. he's just an absolute bust. But the first four years prove But we not. suck at first-round picks anyway most of the time. So it's like, problem solved. Yeah. Exactly. That's an easy trade. You take two of ours, give us one of yours, and yours is already there, ready, cool, and amazing. <laughs> All we have to do is give them money that we weren't spending already? Exactly. And and also, it's like, what what are we going to do with a 10th pick? Like, who are we going to take? Hmm. Try to just find Khalil Mack 2.0? I'll just take Khalil Mack. Yeah, I'm good with that one. Thanks. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Are we being too big of homers? Uh, but typically, uh, we always are. Uh, but let us know down in the comments below. Also, check out the onside kick on Tuesday because I think that Ricky and Dave, uh, Ricky and Mark will uh, be talking about this um, as well because Mark is a Bears fan. And hopefully, uh, you'll get an update on the MVP Fantasy Football League um, and also the personal one that we got going on with everyone in true. MVP. Uh, but anyways, let us know your comments down in the section below. Follow us on Twitter at Pod, um, and also check out Uh 
Tom, so you don't miss any segments. Full podcast, check out us on iTunes, rate us five stars, The Onside Kick, The Fast Break, The Primetime Podcast, The Rick and Johnny Podcast. Watch Fast Break, it's a pretty great show. Tool to Game, is that on iTunes? It is. Okay, cool. Um, and then I think we have the and, and, and uh, graphic conversation. I know our podcast. Um, and finally, uh, check out patreon.com slash most available podcast. But for Dave Oster, I'm Sean Anderson. Check us out on the fast break and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at most valuable pod for more great podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.